Okay, so my psychiatrist just wants to talk to you. I couldn't talk him out of it, so just tell him that you're my boyfriend and that we're in love, okay? Can you do that? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm your boyfriend. Okay. Have we been intimate? Yeah, yeah, we've been intimate. All right, how often do we do it? How is that important? Honestly, do you really think he's going to ask you that? He's a psychiatrist. They're interested in stuff like that. All right, all right. We do it, uh... Five times a week, okay? Oh, baby. Oh, man. All right, listen. Just tell me something. What are you going to say? I know what I'm going to say. No, no. I would like to hear it. No, no. I don't want to say it out loud. Kills the spontaneity. You know, Gleason, he never rehearsed. Okay, go ahead. Make the call. All right, okay. You talk to him. Uh, yes. Uh, um, Dr. Reston, is he in? Uh, Well, this is Kramer, and uh, he's expecting my call. Okay. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, Dr. Rustin, um, well, well, hello there. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I'm a good friend of Elaine's. No, no, not friend. Uh, well, well, actually, we're, uh, we're not friends. Uh, we're, we're uh, much more than friends, and, uh, I'm afraid we have a bit of a problem. Well, well, the point is, Doctor, uh, I'm, I'm very much in love with Elaine, and she's very much in love with me, and, uh, well, we would, uh, appreciate it if you would cease and desist and allow us to pursue our courtship unfettered. That's perfect. If not, I I can assure you, Doctor, that I can make things very unpleasant for you and your staff, if you have one. Yes. Yeah, but the point that I... Well, well, no. Yeah, that's possible. Well, I suppose I could. But I'd have to shift a few things around. Yeah, yeah, okay. I I look forward to it, too. (laughs) Okay, so long. What happened? What did he say? What's going on? Uh, okay now, he, uh, you know, he, uh, wants to get together. Get together? He wants to talk. Well, why didn't you say no? What? Uh, uh, that's interesting. Ah! Uh. October 7th, 2018. Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome to October. It's very spoopy. Yup, out comes the vampire voice. (laughs) It's not a very good one. It's kind of a Russian vampire. A little bit. (laughs) Now it's getting more Russian. (laughs) He wants to drink your vodka. Ah. Yep, that's right. Russian vampires. So let's just move on to the news and pretend none of that ever happened. Okay. Okay, cool. I like it. Yeah. A week ago, I want to say a week ago, we had the cast screening for Active Radio, Active Radio, episode three of the web series. Sure. And just a little less than a week ago, released it to the Kickstarter backers, which is very cool. Um, I think it was more than a week ago. It wasn't this weekend. It was like a week ago. No, it was a week. It was like two weeks. Whatever. We had it and it was great. It was super. Yes. Who cares when it was? It was great. <laughs> but the rest of you will get to see episode three on the 17th, which is not too far off. Very so exciting. Very exciting. The completion of the, I guess it's like a little trilogy of episodes, tells a story. There's a little end bit, you know, there's yeah. arcs and stuff. It's cool. It is pretty cool. You'll enjoy it. You will. You will enjoy you, it. You better. Okay. All of our shows are now on podchaser.com if that's a thing you enjoy it is a website where people can make their own 
podcast playlists, like group their own favorites together, make lists and stuff like that or whatever. So all our shows are up there. If that's a thing you dig, you can go and you can check them out there. Yeah, we don't know what you dig, so we just do stuff and hope it works. Hope you dig some of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. The Kingery. The Kingery. Season 10. Season 10. 10. Outline (laughs) is done. Episodes have all been assigned to writers, and we are moving along. Yep. Which means that we have a season 10 premiere date for you all. Yay! March 6th, 2019. Whoa. Because we work in advance. You know, we got to write the scripts, and then the actors got to record, and the directors got to mix, and we try to have several completed ahead of time so we don't miss release dates. You know how it all works. It seems like a long time, but it'll fly by. It'll be here before you know it. Because you got the holidays in the middle, you know. Right, and, and yeah. no one's paying attention to it's nothing fine. then. I so mean... it's going to start March 6, 2019. Yay. And uh, it's going to be 12 episodes like the other seasons. We're going to have a planned hiatus in the middle like we did last season. Except this hiatus will be three months instead of two. But on that middle month, we're going to give you a very special Kingery mini episode. Yeah, we have plans. It's going to be really cool. You're going to dig it. I know, but now we're talking like really far in the future and some of you are getting bored. So let's move on. You can just tell. I can tell. They're yeah. getting, we're losing them. All right. All right. We're moving along. <laughs> uh, we have, you may have noticed if you follow our shows on iTunes or on other, if you use podcasts instead of downloading them from our website, that links to our social media feeds and such have now appeared in episode descriptions. As if by magic. As if by magic. Because for most of these shows, when we started them, that wasn't a thing you could do. But now you can. I mean, you can't click you on know, the links. You should stop reminding everyone how old this Pendant's been around a long time. I, I get it, man. But anyway, you're just a little bit get off my lawn right now. iTunes and other, uh, like the Apple Podcast app and such, don't let you click on those links, I don't think. But they're there. So if you want to see them, you can, you know, there's links to all of our stuff. But the reason I point this out is because we would love for you to go to some of those feeds and let us know what you think of our shows, especially on iTunes. If you would just click that rating, that star rating button, it helps so much. And if you're... You want- I know it's a pain to get to because in iTunes, it's a pain to get to and you have to go to the show page and you have to click it's on it. It's easier on a desktop, but on like <clears throat> the podcast's app, it is very it's a pain not in, user-friendly to it's find. It's a pain in the patootie. <clears throat> it really is. But it makes such a difference for our shows. Just a little star rating if you could click that. And then if you want extra credit, you could leave an actual, like, one-sentence review. But, but you don't like, even have to do that. Just click the star thing. If you could just take 10 minutes and figure it out and then just click it for all our shows, that would no be... You have no idea how much it helps. That would be really, really helpful. So beyond helpful. Because it helps other people find our shows. That's the main point. And that's really the main thing. Easier in search results for right. people looking for stuff. And then more people will find us. And that's great. Yeah. So please, please stop by iTunes with the Apple Podcast app or Google Play or wherever you listen to our shows and leave a rating. Please, Just please, clicky, please. clicky them. Please, please, please. Okay. Um, oh, this is pseudo related to having a release date for Kingery. Since we have that now, we were, well, I, I guess, was able to populate out the release calendar all the way through May of 2020. Can you what? believe it? Now, again, that's not everything because new shows will pop up and get dropped in there. But Kingery is on there and Seminar is on there. And we're going to add more Shakespeare once I there talk will be to more. Landon it's find out what plays are coming up next. But, yeah, it's way out there. So that's cool. You should check it out. You see when our stuff's coming out. Yeah. Far in advance. 
All right. And then that uh, that speaking of new shows, that new show we've been telling you about where we were locking scripts, all the scripts are now locked. Woo! And we're this close to being locked up on casting and having well, knowing who we'd like to cast, but then we got to make it all official. Yeah. Etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the point is, it's moving. The scripts are set. 100% done. So, hopefully by the time we do the next twip in November, we will have the cast all locked up and it'll be into production and maybe we'll be able to tell you a bit more about it, but I don't know exactly when yet. But it's moving along. It's trucking right along. We will let you know. We will. Do not worry. That's all my things. Yay! On the post-it. That's a lot of things. That was a lot of things. But that's that's pretty good. That's the end of our things. That's good, too. So now the news is done. Yay! And now we can interview. Well, we won't interview. Jordan will interview. Now you can hear the interview. Now you can hear it, yes. The interview that Jordan did. Right. Now. Now. From Washington State, we have Laura Bramblett on the line. Hello, Laura. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? It's going pretty good. I'm a little sick at the moment, but we on we blindly stumble. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the best way? One hopes. <laughs> <laughs> and don't worry about uh, being sick. If you remember from Friends, when Phoebe was sick, it was a whole different kind of spin. So Never watched Friends, so wouldn't know. Oh, well, it's on Netflix. Oh, neat. Yeah. So, um, how are things up in Washington State? Um, good. Finally cooling off. The summer was hot and no one has air conditioning up. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm from Alabama originally. I moved up here uh-huh. two years ago, and the weather has been an adjustment. <laughs> Wait till winter. It's actually not bad. The, the winters actually aren't that bad. You get a lot of warmer uh, ocean, uh, making your winters more mild, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I grew up in upstate New York, so I'm from a place where babies first words are lake effect. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what this snow day people keep referring to is. It's more than I'm used to, but it's it's not too bitter. Right. So uh, we have questions. Hopefully you have answers, or this is very short and one-sided. All right. Um, and let's start with Shakespeare. All right. You you you've dove into Pendant Shakespeare pretty pretty effectively. Um, you were most recently in King John. Yes, um, that's uh the the one where I played the Duchess of Gloucester. That one? <laughs> no, no, the state. You were the state lady, oh. the uh, Countess of Salisbury. Ah, oh, Salisbury. Okay. Yes, you're going to be the uh, Duchess of. Um, the brother of Worcestershire, right? That's in the next one. I'm, I'm sure Landon will, will correct me on the uh, commentary. Excellent. I look forward for the, to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I can't pronounce it. So, um, how did you uh, how did you find out about King John uh, for the the audition, and where did your interest come from? Um, I've been following the the audition, the 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 calls on the Twitter for a bit of a for a little while. Um, mm-hmm. But I've actually been listening to Pendant Shakespeare 
oh god i think first year of college so it's been like seven or eight years now nice <laughs> yeah uh i was taking some shakespeare classes and i believe that shakespeare was not meant to be uh read it was meant to be watched or listened to at least mm -hmm. so i was looking for shakespeare podcasts to listen to in my free time and you guys were one of the only productions that were putting out like free full productions of shakespeare mm -hmm. so that's when i i started listening to pendant oh great and have you expanded to our uh, your listening to our other shows oh absolutely um i'm a big fan of oh god what is it radioactive radio active radioactive radio Active radioactive radio. I really love that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also have a love hate uh, relationship with the Kingery. <laughs> love hate relationship. Oh, do tell. Um, it sometimes it drives me up a wall, but I can't stop listening to it. <laughs> That's great. I'm a hundred percent addicted to the this show where most of the characters I want to yell at. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want to yell at in the Kingery? Almost everybody. Um and and no and we have to be careful over the last you know the last season just uh, finished so we don't want to put any spoilers out there okay. but you want to yell at everybody huh pretty much everybody um but oh god the what stands out um god the main guy in particular Tommy <laughs> yeah he's just a strain of mistakes <laughs> well Tommy wasn't Tommy this season Tommy was Allison yes but even when Tommy is Tommy. Uh -huh. Tommy is a string of mistakes. <laughs> Fair enough. Sometimes he's doing his best. Sometimes his best is not very good. <laughs> the writers have done their job well then. Yes. I do enjoy the show. That really gives Tommy job security in, in the show, right? Absolutely. <laughs> he keeps making things, he keeps making plot things happen that needs to be fixed. <laughs> I think you just described consulting. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So, um... You've, you, you, you yell at the Kingery. You, you've enjoyed Active Radio, Active Radio. Um, yes. Excellent. Well, it's good that you're all in. But you really, like, sunk your teeth into our Shakespeare uh, show. So how did you go about doing Countess of Salisbury? I mean, why that particular role for you? Um, well, it was really fun because there was a lot of range. I, I like getting to play characters where I get to be just bloodthirsty. <laughs> And, and Vicious, those are always um, a whole lot of fun. Uh, mm -hmm. I've always been, I've, I've been into Shakespeare since I was relatively young. Mm -hmm. uh, so I didn't get to do a lot of Shakespeare. There, there weren't just a lot of, there weren't a lot of productions that I actually got to get involved in. So that is one reason why I've like gone whole hog independent is just like the opportunity to get to, to sink my teeth into some of these roles. And I enjoy the almost cartoony, over-exaggerated nature of Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. Like, all the emotions are like everybody... It's almost like everyone is teenagers and every emotion they're feeling is the biggest emotion that's ever existed. <laughs> like, if someone's angry, no one's ever been as angry as you they know, are. You know, I think you are the second person to say that that I've interviewed. Like, literally the whole teenager angsty thing. Yeah, it, it's, it's one of the... Th things that I that I really love about about just all of Shakespeare's work is mm -hmm. everything is sort of over exaggerated and big and mm -hmm. I enjoy that realism has its time and place but sometimes the over exaggerated 
uh, nature of it can feel more real to me, if that makes any sense. No, no, I get it. Like, you know, when, you're, when you're in a situation, things feel big, even if in retrospect, you're like, oh, that was, that was nothing. I was really upset about missing, like, the train. Though at the time, I thought my life was ending. Forsooth, the train hath left without me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, like, Sasuke was, was fun because, like, I got some straight up, like, I'm going to murder somebody uh, monologues. And those those were great. They have to be stress relieving. Yeah, absolutely. That There's a, it's, it's re- like relieving. It's like stress relieving. Just be like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to strangle a man with my own two hands. I am that mad about this situation. <laughs> so you, you, you got absorbed into the role and you, um, wanted to kill people, which is good. Good. Cause it's Shakespeare. Um, when you took on the Duchess of, I'm going to butcher this word, Lancaster. I was so glad I didn't actually have to say that. <laughs> yeah. Because I had to, there was, there was a point with, with Salisbury that I had said my own name wrong. They were like, you're going to have to re-record this. And I was like, crap. Mm-hmm. I can't have the character sing their own name wrong. <laughs> It's one thing when somebody else says your name wrong, because, you know, that happens all the time. Exactly. But you, you can't mispronounce your own name. Hey, what's my name? <laughs> so when you, you know, you've been recording for Richard II already. Uh, yes. I, uh, the Duchess is only in one scene, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I got to one and done that. Oh, okay. So that was a whole different take as far as what she does. Yeah. Compared to... Um, the Countess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Is there a particular play that you'd like to do? Oh, goodness. You guys have already done so many. We're awesome. <laughs> uh, it's true. Um, I'm not sure. Like, I'm always big into, into the comedies. Mm-hmm. The, the comedies are always my favorite. Uh, so you... We did Comedy of Errors as a Western. Yes. You guys have done. That's what I was gonna say. Is like you guys have done like so many, especially of the the big, mm-hmm. the big well known ones. It's like we're we're gonna start getting into the nitty gritty. We're gonna we're gonna start getting into like all's well that ends well and <laughs> the ones that nobody likes. We'll make them good. We'll make people like them. It's yes, that's the challenge. You like the comedies? Is there a particular one? Even if we've done it, is there a particular one that you want that you would want to see yourself do? Wow, that was hard to say. That that is perfectly fine. Um, oh man, I'd love to get another chance to do uh, as you like it. It was my first show with you guys, so I I, I got to play a page, um, mm-hmm. which was enjoyable, even though mm-hmm. you made me sing, and <laughs> I was very unsure about it. They're, they're like, "It's okay. It's it's all right if it sucks." I'm like, "I'd rather it didn't." Um, <laughs> but uh, I love the 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 shepherdess character who's just uh, Aubrey, who's just a garbage person. I, I love that part so much, even though she's a relatively small character. So did you go back and listen to Twelfth Night? I did. I, I have listened to all of Pendant for the, for the most part. I'm completely caught up. Well, we did Twelfth Night as a jazz, like 1920s jazz. Yes, I remember that. I, I really love the the sort of like remixed uh settings that you guys did um oh god was it 
was it Othello that you did as a sci-fi? Yeah, that was in space. Thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was really fun. Just all these people speaking classic Shakespearean, and then there's just like the of like doors opening as they walk down hallways. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, there's Romeo and Juliet, the ABC. Yes, I really loved that one because I I am a firm believer that that Romeo and Juliet is a comedy up until the point people start dying. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was a that w- that was a fun listen. That that one had all the eighties tropes. It was it was fun to listen to, and, and we had our own uh, theme song, like opening theme song for that one. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the theme song. Yep. All the eighties tropes. <laughs> well, you gotta. If you're gonna go there, you might as well go all the way. Right. So with you, you said you were interested in the comedies. What about the other? Um, other things that are not comedies, like um, we've done Antony and Cleopatra and uh, Julius Caesar and that kind of thing. Are are you interested in the more meaty, more um, not meaty, but um, more grounded, more dramatic? Sort of the more dramatic, yeah, more grounded stuff. Mm. Wait, I I absolutely enjoy that stuff as well. Uh, once again, the the sort of like super intense uh nature of it is i don't know it, it kind of i can i find dramas often to be a little i don't like a but i don't like a bummer mm-hmm. um but with with when it comes to shakespeare things are just the people are just so over overblown that they're almost not people they're symbols i find it less of a bummer when when these people are going through terrible everyone that they know dead and and things especially when like you go into it and somebody comes out and is like this is gonna suck everyone's gonna die here's a list (laughs) (laughs) just so you're prepared right we're gonna tell you up front yeah romeo and juliet is not a twist like they come out in the very beginning and are like these people are gonna die yes yes that's right that's right (laughs) so you can at least prep yourself (laughs) star-crossed lovers yep mentally prepare that the kids are going to die oh yeah Oh yeah. Um, what is it? Is it Coriolanus? Like a child is murdered on stage. Shakespeare was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, he kind of, he kind of went through like a super actiony phase for a moment there. There was a a, a little less talky talk and a lot more stabby. (laughs) (laughs) I think that needs to be on the uh, audition call email. Excellent. Okay, we're now going to do something less talky-talky and more stabby-stabby. Less actors, more assistant directors for this one. Oh, yeah. Lots of sound effects. <laughs> oh, anything that will that will strip down how many actors you have to work with. <laughs> I've been working on producing my own my own show, and I, I wrote The Writer not too long ago, and I was like, I'm never doing a show with actors in it again. That would be, what, being a DJ? Uh, um... I I do uh, a show called Otherverse. Otherverse. Yeah, and there's a lot of a lot of extras that I have to work with. Okay. And uh, um, I'm sure you're familiar with having to hound people to get things in. I've heard stories. <laughs> <laughs> Can be a nightmare. Mm. So, what got you into audio drama? Um, my very good friend, uh. Eerie Alexander, who does uh, 
They have, they have their own production comp- company, uh, Crossroads Stations. Uh, they want to do a show, and mm-hmm. they originally wanted to do a stage show, but there it was one of those things where that was just never going to happen because there's just so many moving parts. Right. And so they decided to make an audio drama instead because it's a little more stripped down. It's a little more dual, especially on a tight a, a, a budget of nothing. Okay. Uh, and they needed an editor. And I kind of know how to use Audacity. Uh, so they roped me into helping. And in helping with that, I, okay. I ended up doing a lot of voices as well. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, it was a, a fun way to do acting without having to go out and audition in person, which I find terrifying. <laughs> I did a lot of theater, um, like my whole life, but I hate I hate auditioning. I hate standing on stage and being stared at and and judged. Isn't that also the acting part too? Well, when when you're recording it ahead of time, mm-hmm. like I can do 20 takes and then just send the 3 that are good. Right. Right. No, no. I mean when you're like okay, so forget the audition, you're past the audition, you've done the rehearsals and now you're out there and people are watching you and probably well the audience doesn't know what the hell they're talking they're talking about i don't care what they think (laughs) (laughs) i'm already once you've got a part fair enough then you know you just do the best you can gotcha gotcha (laughs) that's great okay continue please Um, but yeah just doing the the audio the, the podcast audio drama thing was just it was an easy way to do to 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 keep acting even though I'm currently not able to do stage acting I also mm-hmm. I had an injury not too long ago and I've been pretty uh mm-hmm. it's hard for me to move around too much uh recently gotcha. so that I used to do a lot of like physical acting like a lot of like Mm-hmm. physical comedy and pratfalls and things and i'm also a four foot eleven like 200 pound <laughs> like girl and that kind of tight casts you uh in like the physical space mm-hmm. uh, there's there's only so many parts that that you're gonna end up cast as usually for me the fat ant okay um but if i'm just working with my voice then I don't have to worry about like being tied down by what I look like. Right. I you can voice anything. I yeah, you can voice almost anything. Unless it has an accent, I can't do accents. No? No, no. It does not work. Uh when I was a kid and uh, I was in To Kill a Mockingbird and they wanted me to do a southern accent. I'm from Alabama. I can't do a southern accent. <laughs> and they were like you need to stop. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around that. My wife went to Alabama and mm-hmm. she but isn't from there. So she doesn't have that accent. So I kinda get that. Yeah. But I know a lot of people from there. Yeah. So I don't. <laughs> it's a strong accent. It is. Um so I would get questioned a lot of like, where are you from? And I'm like, I've lived here since I was two. And they were like, No, you haven't. You don't talk like us. And I'm like Right. I just I talk like my dad. <laughs> and then every third sentence is about Coach Saban. It's a religion, as I understand it. It it is. I, I was actually just talking uh 
today earlier about like places around in, in Washington, like the big, their team is the Seahawks. That's the team they have. And so everything is Seahawks. And I'm like, we couldn't, you couldn't choose sides as a business if you wanted to go on selling things in Alabama, unless you like specifically sold only Alabama merchandise, or only Auburn merchandise. The company that I work for in Atlanta, we're, we're a little bit more um, open about the team that you would be rooting for. On my first day, I was in a group and they said, look, we're really serious about college football around here. You, it doesn't matter what team you root for, just back, you know, back your team. If you don't have a team that you would root for, get one. That is, that is excellent advice for any place that is like that. Yeah. <laughs> We're really digressing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Super off topic. So, yes. Shakespeare. So, yes, Shakespeare. Or, or not, because we have other shows. It's true. That you haven't done yet. But So let me ask you this. You, you've listened to our other shows. You like our other it's shows. True. Do you want to be in our other shows? Uh, yes. <laughs> Good answer. So, what? Um, which, which which shows would you like to get into and and kind of be a part of? And what kind what kind of role would you like to like sink your teeth into? Um, as a rule, I am up for anything. Uh, I I I am I will take what I am given. I will play the tree. I am fine with that. I'll be the best damn tree you've ever seen. I will be the best damn tree you've ever heard. <laughs> um, despite, like I said, despite my, my tumultuous relationship with the Kingery, that would probably mm -hmm. be a fun one. There's a lot of wildly different roles in the Kingery because it's a, a science fiction setting. Mm -hmm. There, There's a, a lot of different people. Yes. And a lot of different types of people mm -hmm. uh, in that one. Yep. Um. I believe there's a couple of shows that you guys do that I haven't listened to um, quite yet. Well, some of our shows have completed. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, the great thing about that is you don't have to wait for the next episode. They're all there ready to be downloaded. Oh, yeah. I love a, it's always nice to, have, to run into something that's completed every once in a while because you don't worry about it getting abandoned or waiting on the next episode. It's just all there. Yep. Like Genesis Avalon. I have listened to Genesis <laughs> Avalon. Oh, you said the right thing. I'm a big fan. It was, it was fun. It was really show. different than. It was a neat sort of like, taking a part of sort of superhero genres. I I've I've said this before in other interviews and have had Cat Pride on here and have have talked with her and have talked with her offline also, but the the melding of uh, Celtic, Judeo Christian, and Egyptian mythology one big thing. Yeah. The way she made that work was just to me that was awesome. Yeah, the world, the world building in that in that show is is excellent. Right, and then season four just became without going into politics or anything. It just became very relevant. Yeah, and we're looking forward to the sequel, Cat. Ooh. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Whenever that's going to happen, we're very much looking forward to it, Cat. Just putting that out there again. <laughs> Just, just keeping my ears open. <laughs> I will definitely be looking forward to that. Oh, me too. Definitely. Are you working on any other projects outside of Pendant? I know you you mentioned the, that you're producing. Yeah, I, 
yeah, I produce a show as well as act in it. Um, mm-hmm. I still work for the 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 first show that I ever started working on, which is Jim Robbie and the Wanders, mm-hmm. which is a sort of post-apocalyptic road trip comedy. Okay. Uh, it's a, it's an odd one, but it, it's been fun. Um, <laughs> we have come a long way with that one because when we got started, we were like, we have no idea what we're doing. We don't know how to work a mic. The first season is recorded everyone stuffed into a closet together and reading their lines. <laughs> um, that had to have been comfy. I, I was not present for those. I just had to edit the what what happened, and it was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. That could go in so many directions. A lot of a lot of wrestling paper to edit out. Yeah. Um, and giggles. Yes, I would expect giggles when you have however many people crammed into a closet. But uh, yeah, that's, that's the the big things I'm doing. Every once in a while, I'll I'll pop in something else. Mm-hmm. Spare voices and things like that. Okay. Gotcha. Very cool. Any uh, any particular role that you've done? That like really stands out as something that you're like super proud of, and say, "Hey, cool." Um, funnily enough, I would say that anytime that I've I, I've I've gotten to play a lot of animals and monsters, mm-hmm. especially in in Jim Robbie and the Wanderers, because there's a lot of like monster weak kind of plots. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I have a really fun time being like, I'm gonna just lock myself up in a closet and make werewolf noises for 15 minutes. <laughs> Those are just really fun to me. And then you walk downstairs and people in the house look at you like, what are you doing? Oh, oh God, there was there was one thing that I was recording and my mother and my girlfriend were in the next room and I'm trying to scream into a microphone and they're laughing and I just have to keep yelling at them to stop because <laughs> <laughs> like it's very embarrassing. to. I'm trying to yell here. <laughs> You're making fun of me. This is This is serious stuff, I'm telling you. Serious stuff I'm yelling about. Yes. Alrighty. So we have um, this thing we do called bullet questions. Okay. So I'm going to toss out question. First thing that comes to mind. Ready? Okay. Favorite Muppet? Oh, Grover. Ooh, good one. Favorite pizza topping? Pepperoni. Star Wars movie? Oh, God. I've seen two of them. That limit? Wait, no, three. I have seen Christmas special. Oh, is that going to be on your list of uh, ones you admitted to seeing? Um, I, I I saw Force Awakens. I enjoyed that. Okay. Um, your favorite Shakespeare play? Oh, um, Much Ado About Nothing. Your favorite movie based on a Shakespeare play? Possibly Much Ado About Nothing. Which one? Um, the the Kenneth Branagh one. Okay. And. Favorite Marvel movie? Um, Thor Ragnarok. Favorite DC movie? Batman uh, Forever. All right. And can people find you on social media? They can indeed. I think I'm at Laura Bramblett on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Otherverse has a, has, has a Tumblr. It's just Otherverse. Mm-hmm. Um, it barely functions because I can't get Tumblr to work on my computer. Okay. Um, but, but mostly I, I update Twitter every once in a while. Okay. Very cool. And I can be found on Twitter at JG underscore QA. And 
on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash J-O-R-D-A-N dot G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B dot Visor 36. Laura, thank you so much for spending the time with us today. I know the scheduling was really weird. Oh, it's okay. There was there were so many things that just kept happening. Yes. I'm glad that we were able to, to get things done today. Me too. It was a lot of fun. And hope you have a nice evening. You too. We will kick this back to Jeffrey and Susan. All right. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview is over. <laughs> Coming out Wednesday, October 17th. Yes. Active Radioactive Radio Web Series Episode 3 released to the public for you all. Woo. What? Greetings, salutations, and hello, beloved fellow citizens of Lefton. Johnny Franks here with all the new news you need. I guess that's why they call it news. Because it's new. But then, wouldn't old news be olds? Johnny doesn't know, because this language we use is mysterious to even the best of us. Where did it come from? Who thought it up? Do we stand in line or online? How can it be both? Why does inaccurate mean not accurate, but inflammable mean flammable? What sense does that make? This is our great invention, a spoken and written language upon which all of our communication hinges. And yet it's dreadfully imprecise and not imprecise or unprecise. And now we've all got headaches. Speaking of headaches, Lotus, am I right? Coming out Wednesday, October 31st. Ooh, spoopy. Seminar 83. Well, I don't want to imply Which isn't spoopy. It, well, there's a little bit of spoopiness in it. But, but it's, it's not, not like... It's not like a Halloween special. Well... But one of the shorts is a bit spooky. That would have been cool if we had thought of that. But but we're too busy. I know. And you, we do seminars so far in advance. Know. You know, like six months plus. So it's hard. In, okay. It's, Find it's your on, spoops elsewhere. It's on but the 31st. enjoy Seminar 83. <laughs> Next, on an all-new seminar. Hey, Doug? Yes, what is it, Phil? There are three apples in the basement. Life is unpredictable. This town's got superheroes now? Cool. Whether a plan is by our own making or by forces unknown, sometimes the results can be chaotic. Whoa! Did you do that? What? Did I magically make a vine grow out of the not starfruit? No, Phil, I did not. Enlightening. Randy, I must say, you are a huge success story. One of the greatest I've ever seen in the medical field. Or even dangerous. What the hell is that thing? Don't look directly at it. When that happens, there are only two questions. Can you fix the problem? Get it out of me? Yesterday I was a nobody, and now that I'm finally worth something, you want to take it away? No, no, I can handle it. Just have to breathe, that's all. Just breathe. And can you survive the solution? Uh, uh, no, 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 no! Explore the unpredictability of the universe in stories written by V.C. Morrison and Landon Beale in the next seminar. Coming October 31, 2018, only at PendantAudio.com. La la la, the show is almost done.
Okay, that's the end of the show. That's the end of the show. But I think there was one thing I forgot to mention because I haven't had time to figure it out yet, which is that Pendy Award nominations should be open soon-ish? Well, in general, if you haven't figured it out, you shouldn't talk about it. But it'll probably be happening sometime this month before the November TWIP, where final voting will happen. So keep an eye on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and our website for news about when the nominations open so that you can nominate all your pendant favorites. Yes. And then we should have voting in November. That would be swell. All right. All right. Also, and until then, and any other time you like, you can stop by the website at pendantaudio.com. The Facebook page at facebook.com slash Pendant Audio, the Twitter at Pendant Web, the Tumblr at PendantAudio.tumblr.com. Look up Pendant Productions on YouTube and drop by Discord. Look for Pendant Productions and come chat with everybody too. What? Why are you scowling at me? You didn't say the Yahoo group. Oh, I knew I was forgetting something. That's why I was like Yahoo group. The Yahoo group mailing list at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash pendant. Felt like I was forgetting something, but I couldn't think of it. And your weird look didn't communicate to me I telepathically. Was, I so. was I was mouthing words, but you weren't paying attention. Okay. This is Susan Bridges. We'll see you back here next month. This is Jeffrey Bridges. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We, we got it all straight down. I'm it's not fine. the only one who just stepped out of order, am I? Wow. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I added like too few peppers, and then I licked the sauce off my hand and went, it's hot. So that's good. I only put two in. Oh, is it recording now? Yeah. <laughs>